Welcome to Let Me Be Brief. I'm Andrew Carter alongside Matt Basinger. We are interviewing Wendy Reynolds, and we are very excited about this episode. It's been extremely fun to interview and talk to influencers in the Kansas City business community. Um, first things first, tell us about yourself. Sure. Um, I came to Kansas City two years ago as the president and CEO of Morrill and Jane's Bank, and in 2019, we merged with Bank of Blue Valley. Uh, so it's been an exciting couple of years here and moved here with my husband and our two daughters. Um, it has been a great experience. Love the trail running. Uh, love all the trees in the city. Um, originally came from Colorado. Had spent my whole life there previously. And from a career standpoint, I've been a lifelong banker. So about 26 years now in the industry. So you said you've been a lifelong banker and just... You know, I've been doing business for about five years now, and it really wasn't until I started doing business that I realized banks were anything more than just where you keep your money, right? And so right. I'm excited to talk about the business of banking because it is absolutely a business, and I don't think a lot of folks realize that. But how did you wind up in the position you're in today? If someone were to see you on LinkedIn, they, they would see that you've been at a handful of different banks and a handful of different, not a handful, a couple of different states, and mm -hmm. you've been through a merger. Like, how did you get here? Well, it's a, it's a great question. I had no intention of going into banking. Uh, I think similar to you, I, I didn't fully understand what the industry was until I spent more time in it. I got into the industry as a part-time teller while I was going to undergrad at the University of Colorado. So it was a great uh, college job. I didn't have to work nights. I didn't have to work weekends. It was a job that had some responsibility. Um, but I had every intention of going into medicine. And when I uh, finished with my MCAT and was looking at, at different schools for medicine, I had the opportunity to talk to a bunch of physicians in the field I was looking to go into and ask them if they could get, do it over again, would they? And to my surprise, several of them said no. And so I asked why, and it was because they didn't really get to inter interface with people as much as they really wanted to. And I realized that in my job, I have the opportunity in banking to solve problems and to solve puzzles and make a difference in people's lives. Uh, and that was really what I was looking for uh, for a fulfilling career. And so one thing led to another, and I took different uh, positions in banking over time and ultimately ended up on the business side of banking. And that's where it really clicked for me, um, seeing different businesses, how they get into the, the business operations that they're in, their cash flow cycles, what they make or how they produce it, um, how they manage their staff levels, the supply chains. Um, as I said, I'm a, I'm, I love puzzles, and that's really what banking is. Every client is different, and you get a real high-level understanding of a lot of different industries. So it's never the same day twice. Um, it's been really fulfilling. That's awesome. And I know I jumped straight into the personal. So to back it up just a little bit, you know, I think with banks, uh, a lot of different banks serve different clients. They serve different right. populations, different groups of folks. And so uh, what do you all specialize in? What do you do other than solving puzzles? Like what's, what gets you really excited about your job? Sure. So Bank of Blue Valley is a full service uh, community bank. So we do everything from wealth management to consumer banking, which is probably where most people have their affiliation, similar to what you said, where do you take your deposit when you get paid? Sure. Um, how do you write checks, et cetera? Um, and then the commercial side, and that's really where we do most of the work that we do is around commercial treasury management. How do you people get how do you help people get money into their accounts fast? And how do you have them uh, pay it out slower? And how do you maximize it while, while it's in there, protecting that money? Um, I oftentimes say banking is really around uh, helping people's dreams come true. 
you know, whether you want to send your kid to college or start your own business or uh, buy a home, those are all really huge life goals uh, and dreams, and we get to help facilitate all of that. How many offices, locations, employees, just kind of the overall sure. demographics of, of Kansas City and maybe even nationwide? Yeah. So locally, we've got 11 different offices, three up in northeast Kansas, and then the remaining eight around the metropolitan Kansas City area. We're part of a larger multi-bank holding company called Heartland Financial, which is in 12 different states, mostly in the Midwest and West. So uh, 11 different banks that we operate within. Um, and that allows us to do a lot of things, both in a small business segment all the way up to larger size companies. And, and it's interesting, um, you know, some people get into careers and they stay in those careers forever. Some people mm. have multiple careers and, and maybe all of us will have a different career five years from now. You don't really know. But where you are right now, why is this career for you? Why do you love what you're doing right now? Um, we get to really make a difference. You know, I, we are very vested in the communities in which we're based. So we get to be involved in nonprofits. We get to help uh, social causes. We get to um, help the mechanics of the economy. You know, how do, how do different monies cycle between businesses and individuals? And you get to have your fingers in a lot of different pots, so it's not boring. <laughs> um, you get to meet a lot of really fascinating people and see how they got into what they're doing. And so it's, um, it's really fulfilling. Um, and it's, it, like I said, it's not boring. Uh, you get kind of a high level insight in a lot of different spaces. Uh, so I'm learning something new every day. Every time I, I talk to a business owner, there's something about their operation that I've never known before. And I can take that and showcase it from one business type to another and um, help everybody get a little bit better as a result. Feel like you had some impact on it. It's, it's, really, um, it's really invigorating. That's awesome. So, so I used to be a high school guidance counselor mm -hmm. and I had a lot of students and they would be say, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a nurse or I want to be a teacher. Nobody said and, they wanted to be a banker. <laughs> so what's funny is at the end of the day, one, no, uh -huh. two, uh, <laughs> what they didn't realize they were really saying is they want to help people. Right. And I've heard you talk about helping people a lot of different ways. And really we're, we're coming out or hopefully coming out of a season where one, a lot of businesses have needed help. A lot of individuals yes. and families have needed help. And it sounds like you really take great pride in your ability as a banker, as someone who works in alongside banking to help folks. What does that look like? Um, like how is business right now? Cause I, I believe that bankers are really some of the unsung heroes right now because y'all didn't have to be flexible. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, um, it's, it's true, uh, you know, with the payment protection program, which received a lot of media attention, um, that was a really interesting phenomenon where within just a few days, the banks had to roll out what is one of the most monumental relief programs the government's ever had, um, with not a lot of guidance and, and direction on it. Um, and we became processors with those loans overnight. So our staff worked nights, weekends, Easter Sunday, um, to make sure that we are doing it, but all with the emphasis of how many jobs can we save? How many jobs can we help? Um, how can we help businesses pivot? You know, I think probably a lot of the folks that you will talk to in this podcast will recognize that how they did business before, they had to shift. Um, how could we help them think through those opportunities? Um, how could we help provide relief, whether it was in mortgage payments or in loan payments or uh, early withdrawal fees for CDs, whatever it might have been, how could we make sure that we are being a good custodian of the funds in which we're entrusted to keep, but also do it in a way that was helping folks? Um, money is a difficult topic for a lot of folks. It's not something that people go around talking about. 
It can be scary. Um, it has kind of this subversive quality to it. And when people are struggling with money in particular, it's not always easy for them to have conversation about. So making it approachable and giving people a safe place to have that dialogue is really important to us. Uh, in doing so, I think it allows us to help folks innovate. And I think that's another reason why I love banking so much. You get to see this innovative spirit of individuals and of, of business owners, that entrepreneurial component of our jobs. And it's always inspiring to me to see how people rebound, and they always do. They always do. Sometimes they just need others to believe in them and show them a different roadmap than maybe they were on before. So speaking of rebounding, um, <laughs> I, I can imagine banking looks different now than it did a couple months back. And so yeah. are, as far as how this is all affecting you, are you guys hiring? Are you growing? Are you expanding? What does the day-to-day -day look like in the capacity of finding ways to continue to better serve people now? Sure. Great question. Um, I would say banking has shifted a lot, even in the time that I've been in around a lot more digital. Um, you know, when I first started off as that part-time teller I mentioned 26 years ago, we still had ropes and people waited every Friday to get their paycheck deposited, right? You didn't have debit cards. What um, world is this? <laughs> I know, right? You couldn't just transfer things electronically. You couldn't, it was a very different world. And so we have a lot of that that will continue. And I think with the last few months, it's encouraged us to continue to look at additional digital strategies. Banking will look different. Um, we are hiring, so we're always looking for folks that are dedicated to that client experience and want to continue to help the bank grow and help businesses and individuals grow with that sense of how do we make a positive difference. Um, I'm very much a team-oriented person. I think we work better when we've got folks that are centered around the client and leaning in on one another to get to the best solution for folks. I know I don't know everything in the world. Nobody else does either. Um, but if we, if we can skill stack and use the skills and knowledge that everybody has around us um, and bring a good solution to the client, it, it makes a big difference. Um, so we are hiring in our commercial world um, around our business development officers, um, specifically geared towards folks that are inclined to take that type of orientation to the client. Well, I know I could probably speak for both Matt and I. You honestly seem like an incredible leader. Like you're talking a lot about helping people and um, making sure that decisions are made by bringing good people around you. And everyone we bring on here kind of have, have those leadership qualities, and it's always important. But right now, maybe more important than ever, especially in your business, to be a leader. What things right now are kind of directly influencing decisions you're making? Because I'm sure things are happening faster than they ever have before in your industry. They have. And we have a fiduciary responsibility to the folks that choose us to hold their funds mm -hmm. um, and choose us to be their banker on the credit side with loans. Um, just being an order taker, if somebody comes in and says, I need this, and giving it to them is not always actually the best customer service experience because they, we should be providing advice and guidance. Um, we do have the amazing opportunity to work with all these different folks and glean knowledge from them. If we're not using that to help others, then we've kind of missed the mark. Um, so I, I always look at it when I'm making decisions. Am I unlocking the resources that we have in the stakeholders to drive the best potential around us, the best potential for our customers? Am I empowering our employees? Are we doing the best for our community? Um, because we get asked to do a lot of different things, and if it doesn't align to that, it's probably not going to be a good fit long term. So that's always the, the center point for me. Well, and, and one thing we are going to ask a lot of people on here about what challenges their company face. Yours is pretty obvious right now as we're, we're recording this in 2020, um, and you talked about PPP. Yes. Um, 
Does that lead to any new opportunity? What are what are you doing as a leader? What are you guys talking about to make sure that you're moving forward um, given all the challenges that are going on right now? Yeah, it is. It's a really interesting time in banking. The margins are incredibly low because the rate environment is very low, which is good for folks that need debt, not great for savers. Um, banks like both sides of that equation. Um, it's also a really challenging time around credit risk. So helping businesses understand how do they pivot? You know, if maybe they've been doing X, Y, and Z, can they add other elements to their business um, to allow them to have longevity and sustainability into the future? Because just like how banking isn't the same 20-some years after I began in the industry, no industry is the same. And I think when we are able to kind of showcase different opportunities and different roadmaps for folk, for folks and be able to provide resources to help with that, it makes a big difference. I look at some of the innovation that's happened over the last couple months, and it's incredible to me to see how companies have shifted. Um, we have a, a big printer, for example, who was able to take plexiglass, and instead of doing little marketing stands, they now shifted it into face masks for first-line responders. That's amazing to me, you know, to have the ability to say, okay, these resources over here, if we do X, Y, and Z to it, we can shift it into something that now has a current world environment and application, um, nothing to do with printing, for example. Mm-hmm. So that, that innovative ability, I think, is just such um, a, a critical component. And whatever we can do to help showcase that, bring light to it, um, recognize it, reward it, lend to it, help protect it. Um, fraud is also on the rise, so another big area that we deal with in the banking industry is um, around cybersecurity. How do we help keep uh, clients' funds safe? Um, so helping them understand where those risks are and how they can protect it in areas that they may never have even considered. Really important. Well, there are we, – I love talking about money. I love yeah. tra- trying Good. to make it as well, right? Yes. But, um, but the name of this podcast is Let Me Be Brief, and so uh, I'm going to – completely change subjects on you and kind of start to wrap this up. Um, Swell Spark, my company, right? We have Blade and Timber. We have Breakout KC. Mm -hmm. We are all about experiences. My question for you, and just as a blanket statement, you can't say having kids or getting married, like any of the normal answers that you would give, those are not allowed. Okay. What is the single coolest experience that you have ever had or been a part of? I know this is always such a tough one, right? Because I've done some cool things. I will say, though, I have uh, no dancing rhythm at all, zero. So I was asked to participate in a charity dance competition and um, by somebody who I, I think very highly of. And I told her, I said, well, you know, I can't dance. She's like, that's okay. I'm like, no, I have zero rhythm. She's like, it's okay. And then I went home and told my husband that I had agreed to do this. And he's like, but you can't dance and you have no rhythm. I said, I know, I know, I know. So for about 10 weeks, I completely panicked about making a fool of myself in front of everybody in the name of raising money for a very uh, worthy charity. Um, but I did it anyways. So it was completely out of my comfort zone, um, very scary, but I embraced it and I just had fun with it. And at the end of the day, I went home with the disco ball and I won. Uh, yes. And I raised the most money yes. for that charity. And it was a really um, reaffirming thing that you can do scary things that are different than what you maybe have thought your skill set to be. But if you embrace it with enthusiasm, you just don't know what your potential could be. 
So I uh, put that thing on my desk with with great pride for a whole year before it was the next winner's turn Matt's to take it. Matt's about to go open a dance club as we speak. So. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I, what I'm hearing you say is if banking ever doesn't work out, you have this whole dancing career to look forward well, to, right? Well, I that... still have no rhythm and I still can't dance, but I have a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> no, I, and then I as a video company, if only we could have videoed that for her so we should have that forever to go back and yeah, look at. Yeah, I think at. we need proof. We, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. At, some point, at yes. some point in time. So, no. <laughs> Wendy, it has been a real privilege to spend time with you um, to learn just a little bit. Uh, I hope that many folks in Kansas City, as we continue to figure out what this city looks like moving forward, that we have the opportunity to hopefully work alongside you. So thank you so much for making time with us today. My pleasure. It's a great city. I'm glad to get to be a part of it. So appreciate the opportunity. 